Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's what we do here every single day. Today, we are... Starting part two of our interview with Cassie Ho, founder of Blogalides and PopFlex. So excited for this part for you guys. So we did break up the interview into two parts because we went so long. Both of us missed our meetings and our, our next things. I had an alarm go off in the middle of the interview because... I had no idea we were going to go that long, Um, but we did because it was just a great conversation. And I think you guys are going to really love this part too. We talk about um, the toxicity she dealt with in her own company and how she didn't even want to work at her own company and how she got through that. And it will really be helpful, I think, to any of our entrepreneurial Heal Squad members. Um, Also, the panic attacks she was dealing with, how she got through all of that. So without further ado... Let's get into part two of Cassie and I's conversation. So you talk a lot about finding the joy Mm -hmm. in a workout. So let's switch to a fun topic. Okay. Um, How do you, how do you kind of get people there when, I mean, if somebody like hates working out? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You probably just haven't found the one that you like because your body should crave that movement. We're not all trying to lay in bed all day long. Like maybe for a day it's fun, but you will not, (laughs) you're going to be really stiff and not feel good. Um, so I think it's about finding what drives you. And for me, it's different things in different seasons. And I think people have to realize it's not going to be one thing forever. Like I had a hot yoga phase, then like a stripper dance phase, you know, like you should definitely take a heels class. It is so fun. I want to, it's so fun. we should do it. We should decide those studios around here. Okay. Um, I really want to. <laughs> yeah. I've had, you know, um, a, I'm in a running phase right now. Like I can't believe I'm in a running phase because I used to hate running. Uh-huh. And it's about finding extra purpose in that activity and whatever it is, the point is you should be smiling, maybe not during it, maybe, maybe yes, if you're dancing, but you should be smiling at the end of it. You should be feeling accomplished. And also if you focus on your skill level and how you're progressing there, instead of like just weight or just the aesthetics, it's going to make the experience a lot more enjoyable. And then the weight coming off will just be cherry on top. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, but with that said, 
I, it's very understandable and realistic that everyone, most people begin a fitness journey because they do want to lose weight. They do want to change their body. And I think that is totally okay. But if you want it to be a sustainable lifestyle, you've got to find a deeper meaning, a deeper why, because when things are going to get tough, you're going to need to pull from that why so it can help pull you out. And if it's just like, well, I just want to be skinnier. Like, I don't think that's going to pull you out of that hole. Mm -hmm. You've got to know why you want this change in your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and so when people are trying to find what works for them, what suggestions do you have for people who are shy? Ooh, well, for people who are shy, these free home workout videos on YouTube, 100%, right? No one's watching you. Mm -hmm. You're in your room. You don't even have to use equipment. It is free. Like, there's so many great workouts on YouTube. Um, Even apps have, like, uh, another app that I'm on called FitOn. Like, there's hundreds, maybe even thousands of free workouts on there, high quality. So just try things and find the thing that you want to wake up the next day for because it gets you excited. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing. Do more of what you like, do less of what you don't. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. My best friend and I, um, joke about our, our like virtual trainers. Uh-huh. So I have Olivia, she has autumn and I think it's like kind of been a fun thing for us. I'm like, Oh, Olivia and I, we kicked ass this morning. Yeah. What about you? And she's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, autumn and I, you know, did uh-huh. this or I, I screwed over autumn. I didn't show up today. Oh. So we keep having, cause I have my Peloton. So uh-huh. I just like, I like going on hikes or walks mm-hmm. or sometimes I'll do some little interval stuff. And, um, and I found my girl, I love Olivia and, and so I think when you have a friend, even if they're not in the same, you know, time zone as you, that you can just, it's like almost an accountability, but like more of a fun thing. For sure. That for works sure, for, for me. Sure. Um, but I think, you know, when you're shy, cause I actually am shy, which is shocking. You're shy? Shocking. I know, what but do you I mean? don't <laughs> like going to classes. I don't like going to gyms. I feel um... like people are looking at me, not because I'm famous, but like, I don't like anybody looking at me or judging me or any of that. I just don't like it. That's why when I asked you to come work out with me at a studio, you're like, Oh, I don't do that. I was like, why, (laughs) why don't don't you do that? (laughs) I mean, I, I will, I have a different time. So there was a gym. I had a trainer at one point who would train me and my friends. So it was Uh more of a social thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would be like three girlfriends hanging out. Okay. And we went to this kind of private gym Uh where, you know, a lot of like industry people went and, so I, I felt safe and good there because it was small and uh-huh. no one was really looking at anybody uh-huh. and I was good there. Okay. 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 Um, so if it's smaller, I can do it. Um, I generally just, it's funny for someone who loves being around people. That's the only time I don't want to be around a lot of people. Mm. Makes no sense. To well, me, I but. mean, it's a vulner- vulnerable time. Like you're moving, you're sweating, uh, things are going to get out of place. Like yeah. I get it. And you want to just focus on the movement, not how you look. Yeah. Well, also I'm afraid because my ADD, I will focus everywhere else too. Oh, so really? I can't be in my zone when I'm like, uh, now I'm worried about me. I'm worried about uh, everybody else. I'm like, I mean, that's um, good to know about yourself. Yeah. yeah. So you don't put yourself in those situations. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, so for the people who are shy, but you're right. That's why I love my Peloton because I just go on there. Uh-huh. Someone's with me. Uh-huh. So I have a guide yeah. taking me through the journey. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I think uh, I think that's always really helpful for people. That is really helpful. Actually, Sam just bought us a treadmill, which I cannot believe, and he's actually using it, which is crazy because Sam doesn't like to work out um, until like he hasn't until like literally three weeks ago. Wow. I don't know what happened, but um, <laughs> it's like this Nordic track thing with like this huge screen, and like now I'm running with like a person who's isn't it running. cool? It's actually really cool. I I've, love I've it. I've never done that before, and um, yeah. I'm just like, how are you running and talking? But I know people like ask that about me, but like running is next level. How do you run and talk? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I like running and singing. Oh, <gasps> you're like Beyonce. She does that training. Does she? Yes. I read it. What she do you does mean? Because I think it was her dad or something. It was like, you need to be on the treadmill and sing at the same time so that she can get her cardio so good that so that when she's dancing and singing live, yeah. like it's seamless. Well, I mean, I, I've had a secret desire to be a pop star singing and dancing. So I figured <laughs> you never know. I'd need to be ready. No, I my love friend, that. we, we work out in like the hotel gym once in a blue moon. Okay. Um, she was my old assistant and she'd be like, Maria, shut up. And I'm like, why are you not singing loud? And I'm like running and I'm like singing guns and roses. Oh my God. <laughs> or I'd be on a plane singing <gasps> is really not good. But, um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think it's really good endurance training to see oh, if you can really sing good. through. Make your lungs real strong. Yeah. yeah. So I would push myself to do that. I um, But I really enjoy having having the screen. And I just, mm. whenever these things happen, I'm like, why didn't I think of this? <laughs> like the mirror thing. Why didn't I think of this? This is such a great idea. <laughs> right? Such a great idea. Well, we're using it. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> I know. Well, it's funny. So it's interesting to know that your husband doesn't like to work out. No. And he's literally with the fitness queen. So like, was yeah. that tough for you guys? Yes. Is he a poor eater too? Uh, well, I cook for, so here's the funny thing. I cook for him. And so I make two meals, one that's like Cassie level and one that's Sam level. So his stuff like has more of like, you know, so he'll get French fries. He'll do the uh -huh. real bread. I'm doing like either gluten-free or grain-free or whatever. Um, but I really enjoy cooking. So I get to kind of control what he's eating, but I also know how to make him happy. And so um, we eat really differently. But yeah, he. <laughs> I, I think there is something about your loved ones will never want to be told what to do by you. Mm -hmm. And so unless they're seeking it, like I don't want to force anyone into anything because they're just not going to listen. And basically like Sam doesn't like to listen to me. He'd rather listen to his trainer on the screen. And so I will cook for him and he can listen to someone else. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like how you don't want to listen to your parents. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I guess it's kind of like Kevin's that. auditing the show right now and he's probably dying laughing because yeah. like I eat so much more pizza so much more bad stuff when he's around because that's what he wants to eat. Mm. And like, what are you going to do? Order from two different places? Or uh -huh. if I'm not, you know, I haven't really cooked too much in a while because that just requires going to the supermarket and being out in public. And uh -huh. I don't like do a lot of that right now. Right. right <laughs> so right, right. Um, anyhow, yeah, we, we are very different in the eating. He's starting to shift over and I'm trying not to be pushy about it, but I'm like... It has know. to be their choice. Yeah. Like there is no way I could have inserted this motivation in Sam to want to start running. He just decided that he wanted to. And there you go. It has mm -hmm. to come from inside. There was like his own why. And he told me the other day, he's like, it's so cool to see that, you know, um, if I wanted to like, he has like this pain on the side of his leg or something. And he used to play a lot of basketball and then he got out of shape. And now he's like, Oh, now I can play basketball better again because I'm improving my cardio and my mm -hmm. running. And so like he has it's that deeper goal. Why. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm really, I'm like so excited. And the other day he was like, Oh, I didn't get to run in the morning. Like, uh, I'm like so upset. And I was like, so now you understand. Now you understand whenever I'm late to a fitness class or something, like it's going to ruin the rest of my day. But wow. like now he's like passionate about it. 
Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts, that's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. Do you play basketball? I don't. No, 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 no. I'm the worst. Oh, we got to get him over for basketball games. I told Kevin we have to start getting games <gasps> back again because we you have a court. You would love. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do that. Wait, but do you play? Yeah. Oh, okay, but I, I haven't don't. played in a long time because mm. after surgery, it took a long time. So I'm gonna, that'll be my first time kind of at it. But do you guys play pickleball? I used to play tennis and I played pickleball once. So um, I'm, mm. not, I'm not bad. Okay. We're going to have to bad. get the pickleball we can, we going. Can do, we can do the pickleball. I'm going to have to do the pickleball. But I, I won't do the basketball. <clears throat> Kevin <laughs> will definitely do the basketball with, with Sam for okay, sure. Okay, cool. Then we'll do the pickleball. Um, but yeah, it's funny. It, anytime there's uh, there's somebody who is you know in the health and fitness space, they can never get their parents or their family members oh my gosh. to do anything. It's so frustrating. Oh, do you know like how many times my mom has like come up to me and be like, Cassie, how do I lose weight? Now, like, tell her, okay, well, you got to eat like this, like, do this. And she's like, no, 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 no. But, like, Dr. Oz, like, said there's this pill. Oh, my God. And I'm like, and she's like, can you help me buy it? Because because someone's going to steal my identity online if, like, you don't help me buy it. <laughs> like, it's just, I just, like, want to die. But they'll she'll try anything but my advice. <laughs> what is, like, I was saying earlier that my thing with, with weight loss is baby steps. Mm-hmm. because what I watch is people are like, I have to lose weight. And mm-hmm. it's like, then they get the gym membership mm-hmm. and then they go food shopping. They mm-hmm. get a meal prep and they got mm-hmm. all this stuff. It's so much work. And so I always say the way I did it was I just ate a little less mm-hmm. and then a little lesser. Mm-hmm. And then I started incorporating some more good and mm-hmm. taking out the bad mm-hmm. and little by little without real measuring, without saying no, if I wanted a dessert one night, mm-hmm. Just trying to make better choices over a five-month span, I lost 20 pounds. Whoa. It was just making better choices without the pressure of, I'm losing weight, I'm on a diet. Right. And that gave me the motivation to go to the gym, hire a mm. trainer for one session, put me on a plan. I did that for the next six months, and I lost 40 pounds by the end <gasps> of it. When was this? This was back in the day. Whoa. Yeah. So that's where I wrote... The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness was based on my 40-pound weight loss journey. But to me, and obviously your journey always makes most sense to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that it is a really sound way of approaching it because it's just too hard to do all of that. And what happens, I see, is you work out, you get more hungry, mm-hmm. it makes you crave other things, mm-hmm. and then you eat 
poorly yeah. because you think, oh, I worked it off. Right. I deserve this. When you have no idea, if you look at the calorie counts, it's mm-hmm. like so crazy. You work your balls off and you, you burn like 130 calories. It's yeah, not yeah, really yeah, going to, I know yeah. it's not going to make a difference when you eat the Oreos. It's the food. It's the food. To yeah. me, it's the food. It is. Yeah. And so what, what do you suggest for people who are, are jumping on a weight loss journey? Well, I mean, it's obviously different for everyone, <clears> right? There's the baby steps, which I think is great. Um, but then there's also the type of people that just want to go all in. I'm like an all in type of person. So it's like, okay, fine. Give me the meal plan. Give me the workout plan. I'm going to follow it to a T because I'm a really good student and I will do exactly what you say. But then there's also the scare of like going so hard and then like what to do after you're done. You have to figure out how to maintain it. And I think that's why your journey really worked for you and you've maintained is because you did it a little bit at a time and now it's a habit for you. Mm -hmm. You're not, it's not some drastic change. Um, but in general, like what I suggest, like just quick tips, like I carry my 64 ounce bottle with me everywhere. So I stay hydrated at all times. Great for my skin. Great for not falling into the trap of like wanting to eat mindlessly all the time because I'm not like faux hungry. Yeah. Because Um, sometimes you think you're hungry. You're just thirsty. thirsty. Exactly. So the water is very important to me. I put either a little bit of lemon inside or some frozen cut strawberries. Like that is the best. Um, Workouts. I like to schedule them. So I know that I'm going to do like Pilates at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Like it's in my schedule. I know it so I don't miss it. Because like you've got to treat it like a date or an appointment. Otherwise, it's going to fall to the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing <clears throat> is if you're doing it with somebody, workout buddy, like you said, that's mm-hmm. going to make it a lot more fun. You guys keep each other accountable. And then for food, um, if you're really not sure about what you're eating, and a lot of people do not know what they're eating, they're going to underestimate how much they're eating food journaling. That's like, what I did. That is really important because it makes you conscious conscious about what you're eating. It's making the eating mindful instead of mindless. Well, it also shows you where your problem area is because sometimes you think, you know, like I journaled for a whole week, everything I put in my mouth down to the Tic Tac, the piece of gum, whatever. And then I go, Oh, it's carbs. Well, like, okay. So during my 90 day journey and I lost, um, over 20 pounds in three months and it all in a healthy way, I started keto. Then I was like, okay, that's not working for me because I started getting these headaches. Then I moved into adding more, um, fruit and veggies back into my diet. And then basically I kept tweaking until I found, you know, the lifestyle that I'm living today. And what was the most important for me was not only journaling my food, but also how I slept, my mood when I woke up, my digestion. So I could see like, okay, anytime I eat this thing and I don't sleep this much, this thing is going to happen. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's a next level. I like that. Well, and you have to pay attention to all of it because like there was a time in my life when I was like much younger and I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to go work out at 12 AM now. Cause I got to burn the calories. Like, but my body wasn't functioning. It didn't matter how I ate or how I worked out it just would not lose the weight, lose the fat because it was like, no, you need to rest. And rest is such a big factor. In fact, just as important as the food and the workouts to really transforming your body. So I recommend taking notes like in every direction, because if you ever say, for example, we're like, Hmm, I need to slim down or change my body for this event or like whatever, go back to that journal, see what you did and do it again. Cause it works. And Mm -hmm. everyone's roadmap is going to be different. And that's why like, you know, I created this journal called the 90 day journal, 
where you can fill in all the things that I'm talking about um, and really just be mindful of what's happening and ends up becoming like your story and your journey. I like that. Mm-hmm. I saved all of mine Yeah, because I wanted to make sure I had a roadmap back if yes, something happened. If something happened, I exactly. saved all my like size 14 and 12 jeans. I was uh-huh. like, okay, I'm going to save all of these because if anything happens, I'm going to probably be broke and I'm going to need to fit back into them and, and wear them again. Um, but yeah, you need your roadmap. I like that. Yeah. And everyone's roadmap <laughs> is different. And I like yeah. understanding, because I love learning too, that the sleep end of it is that oh, important because I've so never important. put any emphasis on that. And I think you're totally right about it. Yeah. I mean, you know how everyone says like, oh, you need a rest day. Like for me, I don't plan my rest days because my schedule is so crazy. Like, so if I'm like on a plane, like, okay, well that's going to just auto be my rest day. But sleep is something that I'm still struggling with, especially mm-hmm. like growing like a rapidly growing business, like I sacrifice sleep so I can get more work done at night, but that's not good for my health, which is contradictory because like I'm a fitness expert and things like that. But, um, no, I do notice that when I sleep more, let's say seven hours, but now I'm probably averaging four to five, like bags under my eyes, gone digestion better. That's the first thing that I notice. And then, um, my, my nails too. Like, I mean, all of it, I notice how sleep allows my body to regenerate, to Mm -hmm. rest, and then I can have a better workout the next day. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that is, um, it it is really an important thing to be mindful of. And I I never thought about journaling that, but, um, my bed, I have my sleep number bed. Uh huh. Oh my God. I love this bed, but it has an app and it'll tell me how I slept the night before, how many times I was restless, how Uh many times I was up. And it really is a great way to gauge because sometimes you think, oh my God, I didn't sleep at all last night. And then you look and you're like, oh, I actually did. I just flipped twice. And <laughs> I remember those two moments really too vividly, I guess. Oh. Um, so it's like a good tracker. But um, but yeah, your body, it needs rest. And I think that, you know, the interesting thing you were just mentioning about you, you know, being a bit of a contradiction mm-hmm. is you're just going through this next phase that you're going to have to figure out. And that's something that a lot of people don't realize is, like Pooja, you're just starting in this industry, right? You're going to keep hitting those new growing pains of like, how do I manage all of this? Like when I first got in the business, I'm like working seven days a week, 20 hour days. How the frig do you survive that? Well, you start eating a lot of fast food. Well, mm-hmm. what happens when you start eating a lot of fast food? You go down, you're yeah. in the hospital, mm-hmm. malnutrition and dehydrated and all the stuff that I was going through. Cause I had to find my way to, how do I eat better and work crazy hours? Like how do I manage it. So it's like, there are going to be times in your life where things are not going to be <laughs> balanced yeah. and you're going to have to find your way to balance. Exactly. And it's about finding that harmony mm-hmm. and like balance is very aspirational, but it's like, and also everyone's balance is different. So like I can function maybe on less sleep. And I do notice that when I take a nap or I sleep more, I'm really groggy. So again, it's about finding your balance, mm-hmm. finding your harmony. You should try yoga nidra. You did tell me about that. I freaking it changes I that, everything. Yeah. We were um we were shooting yesterday and I just got the nastiest headache. Ugh. And I was like I was like getting nauseous. It was like so bad. Stopped the show, finished. I did 20 minutes of yoga nidra. Uh-huh. And it restored me to a pretty good place. Like it was it was like okay, I'm good. And then I got on my phone and started to work. Boom, hit me again. And I was like, damn, but it is really, really restorative. You feel like you got sleep. You feel really, really good. I highly, highly suggest it. Okay, I'm going to 20 minutes. It's not a nap. You're awake. So you're you're, you're hitting that that zen moment. It's, 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 
you can't move any of your body parts. You can't move period for 20 minutes. And she takes your awareness to different parts of your body and you're going deep in your, your conscious, your subconscious, and you're planting a seed in that subconscious, you know, whether it's I'm healthy and I'm happy Mm. or I'm confident and I'm, you know, successful, whatever it is Mm. that you're, you want to plant the seed for your subconscious to help you kind of bring to life is, is in there, but you're, you know, she's, you know, your, your middle finger, your ring finger, your Mm. pinky finger, and then you move to your wrist and your forearm and your elbow and your shoulder and your side. And she goes through your whole body. By the time you're done, Mm -hmm. it's like this weird numbness has taken over your body in like the best possible way. That is so cool. I wonder if that whatever is happening in that situation is happening to me after a deep tissue massage because like, you know how they like go so hard in like Mm -hmm. one place at a time, but like I just had honestly my best deep tissue this past weekend ever in my life. And I'm so weird because I'm like a super intense person, but like I'm asking for elbow, dig super deep, drag it, like just hurt me basically. (laughs) I, but I find like I'm in a bliss mode and there's only like two things that will bring me to bliss mode like that. Um, a super deep tissue massage that's hitting all the right muscles or snorkeling because you feel like you're just, you focus on your breath, right? Cause you can hear it. And then you just see the fish and you're just like all the colors and you're just like slowly swimming through. Like I'm curious about this yoga nidra. Cause I wonder if it'll take me there as well. I have a feeling it will. Yeah. You're really making me want to go snorkeling though. Oh, that's best. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. It's so peaceful and beautiful. I love, love, love it. I was telling Kevin, you know, it was really sad. I went all the way to Australia to the uh-huh. Hayman Islands and there was like no coral. Okay. Mexico had yeah. insane coral. Oh my gosh. Well, the French Polynesia, insane yeah. coral. Yeah. I went um, diving in the Great Barrier Reef like 10 years ago or something, but even then it was already kind of bleached out. Isn't that so sad? It's really sad. But I did see a giant <laughs> clam and like it like made my life because, you know, I love mermaids and stuff. I just like well, want to see another giant clam in real life, like at mm-hmm. some point before I die again. <laughs> Hilarious. I've never seen a giant clam. I don't even know what that looks like. It sounds like kind of scary looking. No, 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 no. It's okay. So you know those giant clams that mermaids sit in like in Disney? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that but in real life like a literal giant clam like as big as your desk wow how cool is that we did those underwater like motorcycle thingies or jet skis (gasps) i've never done that is it fun is it fun yes okay i have to do that and there was like huge turtles we were swimming (gasps) we were like driving our little things with it's the craziest coolest thing ever um (laughs) now that i'm thinking about actually you know what's funny is last night i had a dream that my lighting director on one of my shows um, had brought all these baby um, seals to set, and they were the ones the, the that white looked, ones, the white the fluffy furry ones. I know those ones. Yeah, yeah. and and I and they were hugging me, and one started <gasps> humping me, and I'm like, ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, like when a dog humps Wait, you. Literally, Sir George does that one time a week. He'll just go up to my leg and start humping really hard. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> But I got so excited. I was like, there were all these little baby seals around me. I'm like, this is the greatest moment of my life. Did you look it up? Like the meaning? No, not yet. I I just remembered it now. You should look it up. I'm curious what that means. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the fact that one humped me, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I do not. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. No. <laughs> I have a dog in Connecticut, our neighbor's dog. Uh-huh. Kelsey knows Bruno. We were obsessed with Bruno. We were home for like the summer last year. And this like American bulldog, gorgeous dog. Um, he was like my buddy cause I didn't have my dogs and I was so sad uh-huh. and, uh, I would go visit him. And so this one day I went to say hi to him on the lawn and he literally grabbed me from behind and started helping me. And I could not get off. He, I couldn't get him off of me. Well, how big was he? Big. Oh my like, God. Big. And now I'm like, someone's going to drive by and get a photo oh, of gosh. this dog humping me. And oh, this is going to be the weirdest moment like yeah. ever. I couldn't get off. He's so strong. He yeah. like, grabbed, grabbed me. Oh my God. It wow. was hilarious. <laughs> One time I was uh, filming a Pilates video for YouTube and like in um, like a down dog pose. No, no, no. I up dog pose. Sir walks up to me and he just legs over my calf and just humps like for the entire part where I am trying to like get people to relax. And it was the funniest thing. Oh my God. Um, Cassie and I, by the way, Kelsey have an obsession with Bijan's love anything fluffy. We DM each other pictures of teddy bear dogs. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Mm -hmm. Kevin's convinced that we're going to have to go to Korea to find one of those fluffers. He's like, yes. And will They're you give so them, perfect. you'll give them the ball haircut because oh you God. have to. Oh, but, but Benjamin always had the ball haircut. Yeah. All of them All, get the ball haircut. It's the only haircut. Yeah. No, yeah. they're, it's insane. I look at them and I'm like, there's nothing more perfect in the world than one of those perfect, perfectly quaffed little Bichon Frises. Yes. What? Oh my gosh. I, I, I would just die. Guys, what? I had one. He was the greatest thing that ever happened in my life. My little Chubba Wubba. Oh. 18 years. That's who we flew home from Italy for. Mm, didn't you say that he would be on your chest? Mm-hmm. Like, and just, so Sir just started doing that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Randomly? Yeah. What like, kind of dog is Sir again? So he's a Pomapoo, so half Pomeranian, half Poodle. How long have you had him? He is four now. So it was just in the past two months that he started, when we would wake up, he'd go on our chest and just lay there. I mean, it's the cutest thing in the world. But on he, both like, of you or just one of you? He starts with me and then he goes to Sam. Hmm. It's very interesting. Yeah, no, that means something. Oh, oh, does it? Yeah, for sure. Wait, what does it mean? I think it, I think that he he feels probably stress and he's calming you guys down. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wait, I mean, I guess over the past couple months we have been more stressed. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. They're oh. literal angels. They're sent to us like to be our medicine to like soak up the pain, soak oh. up the stress. Yeah, hundred percent. Winnie sat on my chest. The only time she ever sat on my chest, and this is who you're thinking of, Uh 
was when I was in the hospital ha- after brain surgery. She oh. never moved an inch. And she doesn't sit on my chest. She sleeps next to me. Um, so, yeah. Wait, that's really interesting. So mm-hmm. it's almost like if he feels like, okay, he's healed me, he's not going to move on to Sam. Yeah. He's just taking a little from you, a little from him, doing oh. his job. That's what we call doing your job. That's what we tell the dogs. Do your job. So like we would put Winnie on my mom. Do your job, Winnie. Basically, like go be the nurse. Take yeah, care yeah. of your your grandma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that so, makes you want to cry. I, I love that. They're very special. They are so special. Dogs are just beyond. <sighs> um. So we talked about um fitness. We talked about uh family mm-hmm. stuff. You have talked about dealing with a lot of toxicity. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because it feels like you've worked for yourself for the most part. Mm-hmm. Was it toxicity within your own company? Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> toxicity within my own company, toxicity on social media. Mm-hmm. And when it got really bad was when it was both at the same time. So I'm going to bring us back to around probably 2016, 17 or something like that. Um, had hired a bunch of new employees, many of them fans, because I had been told by another YouTuber, it's great to hire from your fan base because, because they already, they, they get it, right? Yes. They get it. My husband um, talks about that all the time, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the advice that I went by. And um, for me, unfortunately, it didn't really work out because... I have an online persona where I'm like this happy, bubbly fitness instructor person, right? And I am like, that's how I am. But then there's business mode, Cassie, which is very serious. And Mm -hmm. I think it created this weird um, Mm -hmm. feeling in the office where it's like, wait, is Cassie mad at me? Because she's not like that same person that I see online type thing. And And it got to a point where it was like, and that's just like my guess at what some of this was about, but it got to a point where there was gossip happening in the office. I would walk into my own office, having trouble breathing, heart beating irregularly. Like my body was telling me something is wrong. And I had a panic attack in New York while I'm, I was away for a work trip. Sam wasn't with me, but he literally was about to fly over and be like, do I need to take you to the hospital? Cause I couldn't breathe. I could like barely see, like it was, my body just broke down. And on top of that, <laughs> inside toxicity on the outside, I was being criticized for my body, the way that I ate people constantly telling me that I was just too fat and that was everything. So everything was wrong with me basically at this point. And I really just wanted to give it all up. I was like, you know what? I'm not meant to do this. Um, I'm a terrible CEO. I'm a terrible at what I'm doing. I just should just quit everything and just like move to Hawaii. Like I'm out. But, uh, Sam told me, let's give it one more chance. I'll give it one more month, one more month. Literally I was one month away from quitting everything. And it's in those moments Oof. Yeah. It's in those moments when you just like pick up your last shreds of strength and you try one more time when the magic begins to happen. And literally that's when I started um, my 90 day journey, found myself again, found my backbone. And then that confidence leaked into every part of my life. And our team is now like, you know, those people are gone, but our team is the best. Like that it has ever been and is only getting better every day. And I'm just like, I'm so grateful for the people that I get to work with because I've been, I went, you know, I did corporate America for eight months. That's all I lasted when I went to Boston, um, realized like, wow, that is not how I want to run my company. Then ran my company and realized, wow, I have no idea on how to hire people at all. Um, and then mm. now realizing, you know, who, who do I need for this organization? Who gets it? Who's smart, but also really 
cares at, you know, their core. So, but you're never yeah. going to find those people sometimes unless you've had the wrong people. Exactly. Exactly. And so I, I, I am a big believer in everything that has happened to me happened for a reason. And I've had a lot of painful stuff happen to me, even like, you know, with parents thing and fighting for wanting to be a designer. Like it makes me appreciate every product that I get to make mm-hmm. so much having, um, you know, my boss, like tell me, I remember on the day that, Oh no, I mean, there were a lot of things that happened that were terrible. Like they found out I made a YouTube channel. were making fun of me in front of the other employees. Like it was just really bad. Um, you know, just, I never want to treat people that way. And so I appreciate everything I've been through because it makes me a better person. Mm-hmm. Yep. I get it. I, um, I didn't want to go into my own company because mm. everyone was so negative and miserable and just kind of terrible attitudes. Mm. I had one light. There was one light amongst them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I, Kevin, I can't even go in here. I, I, I'm allergic to their, their, their energy. I'm allergic mm-hmm. to their negativity. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was disgusting. Disgusting. I, hated it. And I wanted to quit my own company. That's how I felt. Many a times I've wanted to quit my own show at different times uh-huh. because it's hard to drag people. You want people who want to be there. Who are going to push you to the next level with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really hard. And it's really hard when people, it's funny, we did an interview with Barbara Corcoran. She's one of the sharks yeah, from Shark Yeah, that's Tank. so cool. And it was a really kind of life-changing interview, I feel like, with her. Um, but she had a one big piece of advice for hiring people. And mm-hmm. she said, never hire unhappy people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now my mm-hmm. husband thinks he can over outwill, overcompensate. Um, these were people who were just not happy from go. They yeah. were just long face kind of people. Yeah. I am a Kelsey kind of face person. I need bright, happy yeah. Jeff who was on the show before. I am allergic to anything else. I can't, I, I just can't even, I, I can't. You can't. It is oil and water. Like we cannot even be around. And so, um, and, and I've been there and it's really hard and I felt like a failure. I was like, yeah. I, we don't know how to hire people. Well, Kevin hired all of those people, but my people, even when I would hire, um, when it wouldn't work, I would feel like such a failure. Yeah. And yeah. it's just one of those things you have to learn. It's really hard. And, you know, hiring fans, I think, is really great. You have to just be really careful. What fans? Is it just because yeah. they want to be around you? Right. Or is it because they get you and they want to help you go to the next level? Or is it they really are bringing a skill set that is going to be integral to what you're doing? It's it's a real challenge. Um, so for anybody who's listening who feels like they suck at hiring, we all sucked at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I realized later on? It was also hiring from a younger workforce versus hiring like adults because we, some of our past, uh, our recent hires have been people with industry experience. Like they see what a special opportunity this is mm-hmm. to grow like this young company into the, like, you know, the next big thing. And they're excited about it. Um, whereas a lot of the younger for- workforce that we hired before were like, well, how come I'm not like getting free lunch, like a Google or whatever? It's like, wait, hold yeah. on. Well, your heart's not in the right place right here. Yeah. How and, come I don't yeah. own this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I ride a skateboard inside like, you know, the office all day? How come like, I'm not the CEO yet? Yeah. I've well, been here a whole month and I've been working really hard for I this mean, whole month. Literally, these are the things that we dealt with with that toxicity time. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. Really no, bad. I know because yeah. I've, I've gone through it and I get it. 
Um, and you know, also I think you have to find your way as a leader too, yeah, because yeah. we don't know it all. Like I we remember don't. I talk about on the show all the time with my assistants back in the day, I thought they were supposed to be perfect at everything. They're supposed to know how to do all these things. And then I started realizing like, wait, how am I expecting a 22 year old who's never traveled out of the state to mm-hmm. handle my travel? Mm. How, how am I expecting somebody to like mm-hmm. run my life, which mm-hmm. is really, you know, vast and diverse and big and full yeah, yeah. when they can't even tie their own shoelaces. Yeah. They're so young. They're so fresh. It's not being negative. It's just, they haven't figured out their own shit is what I mean by their shoelaces. No, no, no. I I know what you mean. And it's also finding that person who realizes that they're there too. And they have a lot to learn because when you get ego in the way, that Mm -hmm. is when everything goes down. Yeah. Yeah. People who don't want to grow. Think they know everything. You did a 90 day challenge and that's what got you out of wanting to quit your company. Yeah. So tell me how that helped you. So, okay. So after And was it motivated by that or were you just like, I need to get out of this mental space? I mean, it was motivated by that out of being online for so long. Um, I basically had lost my backbone. Like I had no personality left online because everything I said was offending everybody. Like I couldn't even have an opinion. So I went from blogging seven days a week to blogging once a month because I was so afraid of backlash. Yeah. Yeah. And like I had been publicly uh, ridiculed online by people saying I was too fat or look at her. What is she doing? Like all this stuff, like look how she's eating. Um, Everything was criticized. So it just makes you want to become invisible. Going in a turtle shell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I was at a retreat with my husband and then had time to think about who I had become and how unhappy I was. And so I was like, you know what? And I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to be me. And if people want to unfollow, I literally don't care. I'm going to go on a fitness journey. I'm going to lose this extra weight on my body because all the toxicity had ended up as physical weight on my body. I wasn't looking my best, feeling my best. Like I knew that. Um, I wanted to make sure I was back to blogging once a day, because like I told you, my captions, my writing, that's my therapy. And I had stopped doing that. So of course I was feeling icky inside. Um, and then I wanted to find <coughs> my forever lifestyle, my forever healthy diet. And so I announced it to all of my fans and I said, Hey, this is my starting weight. This is where we go. And this is where I want to be and all this stuff. And it was just too much for people because after being, you know, kind of pegged as the face back then of body positivity, me wanting to go on a weight loss journey was straight up like, what are you doing? Wow. Yeah. So uh, the moment <clears throat> I announced that I got so much backlash from internal fan base, the media, all about saying how I was a hypocrite. Um, I had like, basically I'd been lying to my fans this whole time. And like, I'm the worst female role model in history. Like all these things were said about me to me, like it was very painful, but because my why was so strong of me wanting to find myself again, find my backbone, it didn't bother me as much, which is really hard because all those things, even if someone said like the tiniest thing, it would bother me Mm -hmm. so much. And I would just cry and be in fetal position for like an hour. Like it would kill me. So 90 days I journaled. Um, I blogged every day, took pictures of my food. I did everything I had been recommending to my fans. Oh, and that is also something that made me really mad. It was like, Oh, you're so unhealthy and la la la. You have a mental disorder. You have an illness. It's like, I'm literally doing what I tell you guys to do. But it's like when people feel like they found someone that they can really relate to, now that person's changing, they're not ready for the change. And so I think they felt left behind. So I think that's what happened. People either grow with you or they, they don't. Exactly. I, we were just talking exactly. about this in, in a show recently where I said, as you're ascending, yep. 
the people who are looking up at you can either look up at you and find inspiration or they're going to try to drag you down and bring them right back to here because this is where they feel comfortable. Exactly. And they don't want to do the work. They don't. So then they got to force you to stay with them. Exactly. So I think a lot of that was happening in the beginning. And yeah, I lost followers. (laughs) But you know what happened over the 90 days? I gained more followers who loved what all of this was about. And got rid of the shit. Exactly. It cut the fat, right? Mm -hmm. And so I did that for 90 days, tweaked my diet here and there, journaled all my mood, my sleep, my food, like everything. And so after 90 days, I lost like 20 pounds. I felt great. But most importantly, my confidence was back. Like Cassie was back. And I was no longer like this subtle vanilla cupcake with no opinions. No, I had opinions now and I wasn't afraid. And if you don't like it, whatever, unfollow. And so um, (laughs) I, after 90 days like seriously that was when all the magic started happening it Is that was when like, you fired people brought in new people or was it people, along the way firing people was yeah i think during during mm-hmm. 90 day journey and a little bit after was when um the business started thriving and then the target deal came like everything started happening because I was in the right place. So it's the 90 day journey changed my life. Like it was you know what was the why it worked I allowed myself the freedom to fail. Because a lot of times people go on these weight loss things or challenges. It's like two weeks or 30 days or whatever. It's not enough time to try something and be like, oh, wait, that didn't work. Let me try it again. And you feel like, oh, oh, I slipped and like ate this cupcake. Like, oh, it's over anyway. I'll start over. No, it's like, I'm going to have the cupcake. I'm going to try this and that. And what's working, I'll do more. What doesn't work, I'll do less. And I gave myself the freedom to fail. And that is why I succeeded. So that flexibility, Mm -hmm. that was the key to everything. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love Cassie finding her backbone. I think we all need to find our backbone sometimes mm-hmm. because we get beaten up. Yeah, we do. And then we get tired and we get sad. And then someone's just slowly taking our dream away that yeah. didn't have anything to do with it in the first place. They didn't. They didn't. And it's like when you're being attacked within your own organization and from external, you really end up feeling like, I know who am I? I've been there. Yeah, I know. It just yeah. hit me. I remember Kevin saying, Maria, the people around you are taking you down yeah. and the people out there. T- it's he's like, you're getting it from all sides. All you sides. can't. And so I had started having panic attacks. Mm-hmm. I'd never had them before. Me neither. I haven't had them since, thank God, because now Me I'm neither. doing my own thing. But, um, but, and I only hire happy people. <laughs> I only hire positive, bright, can-do people around me because I know I'm so allergic to the opposite and it brings me so down so fast. Um, and I think that, um, you know, it's so hard with social media nowadays because I'm, I'm scared because what I find is a lot of people come with the hate and the, the vitriol yeah. and the criticisms are being contradictory of the things that they're, they're saying. Right? Yes. Most people who are like, you know, have this utopian vision of what all of us should be. Yeah. But are you doing that? But then when you're <laughs> throwing all this hate yeah. and, and nastiness at yeah. someone, you're completely contradicting everything yeah. that you, you're supposedly standing for, right? Are yeah. we here about any kind of positivity if you're throwing out negativity? Exactly. It's so unbelievable to me, um, but they they wield a lot of power and it's really, really scary. So that's why I'm really grateful to have my own little heel squad community here with better together because we are all on a journey to get better. I always teach people like we've got to be forgiving. People are going to make mistakes. We have to have empathy. None of us are going to pitch a perfect game. And by the way, the pursuit of pitching the perfect game, which I've been on my whole life, truthfully, 
is exhausting. Yeah. And so if we could just have a little bit more forgiveness in this world, a little bit more empathy, all of us would have such a better journey. I agree. I mean, just this past season, I feel like the word of this chapter of my life was called resurrection. And like things from the past have been like, um, I guess rectified or whatever. And like old people from my past came back and like, it's good now because of forgiveness Mm -hmm. and of allowing each other to have space and grow and then come back when we're ready. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, and honestly, like I've told Sam this so many times, but like growing up, like my parents' mentality was very much like, Oh, if someone screws with you, like it's over, like done. Like, you know, they're very much like black and white like Mm -hmm. this. Sam's family is very much like, they, they kind of, they see the backstory behind everything. They understand where someone's coming from. And so, um, I'm grateful that Sam has taught me a lot of that compassion mm-hmm. throughout my life, especially like with business stuff. And so this past season has been actually really, really cool and so different for me too. Guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about Sam, uh, Cassie, the CEO, and then Cassie, the front facing and how those two, um, are okay to be, and you are still the same, <laughs> just yeah. wearing different hats. And then also I want to talk about um, what's coming up with her line and did she get everything off the cargo ships in LA? Because <laughs> yeah. all this stuff was stuck out there forever yep. and ever and ever. And uh, and what's next? So um, we'll be right back. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. All right, Cass. Yes. So you said something earlier, and I know a lot of people are going to start to think about that, especially people who are in their own businesses and stuff. But yeah, I think it's a really hard thing um, to be, you know, here's what your persona is. Mm -hmm. 
which is just a different version of you. And then here's you in business. And I've, I've had that, that feeling of struggle too sometimes where I'm like, you know, people don't really allow you the room Mm. to be in business mode. Mm -hmm. Right. And have expectations of like, this is what I need. This Mm -hmm. is how I want it done. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean I'm a bitch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It doesn't mean I'm a diva. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean things that only women, Mm -hmm. women in power have to deal with. Never has anyone called a guy a diva or a bitch. Never. And by the way, if they're an asshole, you still like them. Right. (laughs) I know. Because they charm you and it's over. So for us, it's such a harder path as women to, um, to be able to be assertive without the labels. You know, on that same note, I see it happening in health and fitness all the time. Like when I went on my 90 day journey and I decided to go hard and do this stuff, I was labeled as someone with an eating disorder and body dysmorphia. But if a guy went on some like, you know, I'm going to fast for 30 days. It's like, wow, he's so strong and so like has so much power. Like it's different. And the expectations are different Mm -hmm. for the genders. And I hate it. But we're leading a new path. We are leading a new path (laughs) by example. But I just wanted to say that because the expectations are so different. And Mm -hmm. yeah, like in the boardroom or whatever, like there are different expectations. And even just like recently, um, obviously the higher I go in business, the more boardrooms that I'm in filled with men and Mm -hmm. less females. But I do notice more mansplaining happening. And like, I'll notice like if Sam's in the room chatting about something and then it's my turn to talk or like, or we are taking separate meetings, the attitudes Mm -hmm. are different. It's really disturbing. Mm -hmm. And all we can do is like, just keep doing our thing. But (laughs) this proving myself thing, like it's getting tiring. Oh my God. I had an executive on the phone with me multiple times talking about, you know, we got to go younger we got to go younger. This is a few years ago. Uh-huh. We, you know, we, we, we got to go younger and we got to get young people in on this and blah, blah, blah. And then he said it one, one last time as we were renewing a new deal. Uh-huh. And I just, I'd had it. And I said, Hey, I said, you know, what's going on in the landscape nowadays, right? I said, do you see what you're saying to me? Do you want to like rewind, mm. hear yourself mm. and then come back? Cause I'm not fucking taking it anymore and there I'm not listening go. to this anymore. Uh-uh. And he was like, he actually, I mean, this is like kind of a pig head. He was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. And I like stormed off and like left. <laughs> I'm about to get there with the, someone that we're working with right now. <clears throat> well, here's why I say it. it is sometimes like I would laugh things off. Ha ha ha. This we're, we're girls that we're women. That's what we usually have to do. We have to laugh it off because if we cause any kind of trouble, Oh my gosh, yeah, what's going to happen. Right. But I've, I've watched the pattern and it's, it takes a lot for someone who was trained to be a good girl mm-hmm. and to just, you know, mm-hmm. don't cause any problems mm-hmm. and, um, and obey, obey, obey. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, it's taken me a long time to realize that when you do stand up for yourself in a very, you know, in a very respectable way, they respect you mm-hmm. and then they know they can't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you, you have, have to. to find, ha- find a way be prepped with the line. Yeah. Just say this is highly inappropriate or whatever your line is going to be. This is inappropriate. Yeah. And you're making, oh, I said to him, I go, you're making me really uncomfortable. Mm. You're making me really uncomfortable. Good words. And um, so I had prepped for it because I just, you have to I prep knew. for it. Yeah. And so I knew it was coming. They always will catch you off guard once. Yeah. Just don't let it happen the second time. Mm-hmm. And then you just say it. And then you say, I'm not, you know, this is really making me uncomfortable. And 
and I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and listen to it anymore. And so whatever it is, I don't remember exactly how I said it, but I do know I said you were making me feel uncomfortable. That's really good. And, and you have to prepare to say it because otherwise you're going to just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And it chips away at you. It does. It does. It does. No, that's some really good advice. I'll let you know if it has to get there. Yeah. Um, in terms of your line at Target, yeah. obviously it went out, um, was it last year? Yeah, top of last year. And flew off the shelves. Yep. <laughs> and then you had a restock and everything mm-hmm. got stuck on cargo ships. I remember we went yeah. for our hike. Uh, we did, yeah. So, I mean, the supply <laughs> chain has been a complete disaster, still is. Um, and you just got to... What I've been doing is designing more and just like taking things as they come in. Um, but luckily, like for PopFlex and for Blogilates, now two different brands, I guess. Like, and did we talk about this earlier? Yeah, we I did. don't remember, but I'm still trying to figure out like the difference yep. between both. Um, yeah, I'm just like designing a lot. Like PopFlex were designed out to the end of 2022, beginning 23 right now. And so we're just preparing because now we're just going to have to start shipping stuff out earlier. But even then, some stuff has been stuck at the ports for like upwards of six to eight weeks, you know, with like launch dates in place. So, you know, it is what it is. And that's all I can say. We've ne- no, the world has never gone through anything like this. So we're all just dealing anywhere from yeah. like, you know, a company <clears throat> like mine, PopFlex, or like a big organization like Target or anyone. We're all dealing with it. Yeah. yeah. So when you're all dealing with it, it's like, eh, what are you going to do? I mean, what do you, you do the best you can do, right? Yeah. That's all you can do. So where do you see this all going? Well, I want both. Well, okay. PopFlex, I want to live on as a legacy brand that can live on without me as the face. I want to continue making the best in class products to help motivate people um, that are beautiful because that is what motivates me. I love color. I love design in terms and we're going to be the best in fit. Like I'm putting it out there, but we just hired like a former Spanx exec and like she, she's been amazing. And so um, our fit is like getting on point. I love it. And we're continuing to make those like really important hires of happy, smart people. Mm -hmm. And you're so right. I am too allergic to negative people. I just can't. I will shrivel. I can't. I will die. I die. I mean, I got a panic attack, literally died because of that. Yeah. I mean, not literally, but you know what I mean? Um, Blogilates, on the other hand, I mean, this is, again, we're trying to figure out what is the difference between the two, but I think it's something, it's going to be about the pricing and approachability of that line. And then you can go in and touch and feel it. So, um, but in the end, both are supposed to help people find their joy in fitness. So I want that to live on as a legacy brand at Target and other retailers as well. And I mean, who knows where PopFlex and Vlogilates will end up uh, in the retail landscape. Will we have our own stores? Like, I don't know. Right now, I'm really focused on making quality product. The development is so important to me. And Vlogilates on the content end of things, I mean, I'm just having so much fun on TikTok. And I just found my groove again on YouTube because I've been on there for so long, kind of got honestly got bored of it. Mm-hmm. But just this past week, we did a whole week of lives. Um, and that really got me energized because it wasn't like past summer, I was like, oh, I'm so sick of what I'm doing. Like, I'm so bored. But actually just changing the way I was doing the thing, teaching the thing got me more excited again because I come from group fitness instruction and that's where you're in a class, you're teaching live. Like it's fun. You got energy but from the You people. got energy from the people. Like if you're, I don't know, I imagine if you're a pop singer on a stage, like the yeah. crazier the crowd is, the crazier you are. It's the same thing. And so doing these lives with people like tuning in from like South Africa and Paris, like it was so fun for me um, that I think we might do something like that again, like pre-summer and really just 
breathe new life into something I had been doing for so long. And so content-wise, I keep wanting to find new ways to motivate people to get in the best shape of their lives, mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, And then product-wise, I'm just like having the time of my life designing stuff because this was my childhood dream to become a fashion designer. (laughs) And, you know, my dad had originally told me, you're never going to make it. You're not going to have any friends. You'll have no money. And um, all those things are untrue. So I'm very happy. About and they're that. Very, untrue, very untrue, which is the exciting part. <laughs> um, and I want to point out to everyone who's listening, there wasn't a straight line to her becoming a fashion designer. No. Right. She did. She took any access point nearby to get there. Yeah. We always try to teach people like, you know, you're going to have to do other things sometimes like, you know, and there are other ways to get to your goal than just the traditional, I'm just going to do this. Like you want to be a host. Okay. You want to be a host. Sometimes you have to PA. Sometimes you have to be a production coordinator. Sometimes you have to do all these other jobs that are, um, adjacent. Yeah. Right. And sometimes not even adjacent. There was a time in my life when I was on Craigslist making people's restaurant menus because I had to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. Like you just do what you can to survive. You got to do what you can. Yeah. So is the apparel on one brand? So the apparel is on PopFlex. Just PopFlex. Mm-hmm. Okay. And right now, <clears throat> Blogilates is all gym equipment. And we'll see where that ends up going. Yeah. But um, I love yeah. seeing my gold dumbbells in the gym. I'm finally going to throw out some of those old like rubber ones that we've had Ooh. forever, which I think in the quarantine time uh-huh. we hoarded because we we're like, you can't get equipment. You can't get anything. Yeah. So we're like, oh, well, someone might want these. And they just sat there. But um, but the apparel, it's interesting because I I think I told you that recently I've been like, I gotta clean out mm-hmm. my workout gear, get re-inspired. Um, I went on to Macy's and I bought a few things and um they're actually <clears throat> coming on board and supporting the show. Oh, cool. Which is really cool. That's awesome. And so oh, Excuse me. And so um, I was like, I just, I have to get rid of all the old stuff. I mean, yeah. I have stuff from years ago. Yeah. Like the low. Super low rise. Low rise. Flared pants. I almost wore a pair today. I'm like, oh, another one that's going in the bin. That's <laughs> why I highly suggest you have a to donate bin yes. in your closet. Yep. So there's a place for it. I always tell people in my first book, The Every Girl's Guide to Life, talked all about organizing in there from someone who struggles but has to really work hard at it, you have to have a place for everything or else it will get piled up somewhere. So yep. I have a bin, like a, a hamper just for the, you know, to donate pile. And those went in there this morning and I said, no, no, even though they match my Poplex sweatshirt, not going to wear them. I'm going to put them away. Uh. But I was looking for um, some more workout gear last night randomly, okay, literally. And it was so overwhelming it's so overwhelming now because the industry is so big. It's the fastest growing like portion in clothing, activewear. It's crazy because it's like inseam this, mm-hmm. you know, what mm-hmm. all these mm-hmm. numbers and mm-hmm. what kind of fabric and mm-hmm. what's for drenching and drying and what's yeah. for yoga and this. Yeah. I'm like I was so overwhelmed. I shut all the apps down and I was like, I can't do this. This uh-huh. is so exhausting. And then guess what, guys? Cassie shows up with PopFlex workout gear. It's in a bag right here. I don't have to do any shopping. And it's less about the spending of the money. I want someone to curate it for me. So I have an idea for you. Okay, what? With PopFlex. Okay, what? You have to, there's gotta be a way to make this easier for Mm. people. Because I don't know what to get. I want to just tell someone like, hey, listen, I want them to be versatile. Okay. I want to be able to work out on them, but I want to be able to go to 
coffee with them too. So I want them to be soft, but I want them to suck in. Right. I want pockets. I just, that's what I want. Can you just tell me which one to get? Cause I can't fucking do it. You know what? So <clears> one <throat> of our initiatives is to have like, like the ultimate questionnaire on our website. So you can say like, Hey, I want this for coffee, but also sucks me in or whatever. And then, and here's my body type. And then we can recommend the things for you. Yes. So we're going to try that. That'll be like a 2022 initiative. Yeah. No, yeah. you have to do it because I know it's too overwhelming for me. It is. It's Girls, do you feel the same way? Honestly, I don't really buy new workout gear. I should, but I use the same old stuff. <laughs> Who because, are you? Well, I... Oh, you use the same old stuff. Yeah, I use the same stuff because I feel like there's other places my money needs to go. So mm. that's like, it's kind of my last thought. Got to it. To be completely honest. So I have stuff that is like old, 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 old. But so. they must fit you well. That's why you haven't had to buy anything I mean, new. Yeah. No, they don't. Okay. Yeah. It's well, like, we'll hook it up. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I have my, well, and the other thing, it's like when Lulu was so huge and yeah. popular for uh-huh. my age, it was like, I had a couple of pairs. So now I put them on. I'm like, God, this, these were so expensive. I can't get rid of them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at with workout gear. I don't know about you, Pooch. Yeah. I'm... Oh, can you hear me? <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. I just have my like, Lulu's from from like college that I keep but I get what you're saying Maria like I don't even I think part of the reason I don't even look uh, is because I'm so overwhelmed I'm like like, like where do you start? yeah like yeah. this is for this type of workout and this is like lighter and this is thicker and uh-huh. like this is for colder weather this is for this I'm like I don't even know so I'm just gonna stick to my old yes. stuff which probably isn't the best thing but I'm just so confused where I'm like okay I don't have time to deal with this As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Right now, so I'm just going to stick with my old thing. Price points hard with athletic wear too. Yeah, it is. Right? Because it's Mm -hmm. like you hear all the fabletic stuff and it sounds so cheap. And then it's like, oh no, you have to have a subscription. So I'm like, I'm back again buying a $100 pair of leggings. And I'm like, what? So anyways, it's 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 really hard. It is hard. I I went to bed last night being like, I got to tell Cassie this because it's a pain point. And yeah. that's when you know if you can come up with a solution to the pain point. Yeah, you want to be the number one fit brand in the yeah. world. Fix that. I will fix it because everyone has. There's a lot of really good fitting stuff. Like one of the things that I know you're working, you worked on, and mm-hmm. I have in my bag here is the camel toe, the anti camel toe legging. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can't wait to try it. Oh, you're gonna love it. So we took out the front rise seam. You know that. Thing yeah. that goes down in front of your crotch. What happens with camel toe is that when you're pulling it up, that seam literally doesn't stretch the same stretch as the fabric. So it literally goes up. Mm-hmm. So we took out that front rise seam. So now the stretch is going sideways instead of up and down. Smart. And it really that's does eliminate brilliant. the camel toe. Okay. Nobody wants a camel toe. So that's innovation. And I love that. Um, but yeah, I feel like one of the, it's, it's always, it's innovation, but also the pain point and the pain point is real. Like I have the finances yeah, 
I just got overwhelmed and annoyed and I couldn't do it and it was exhausting and stressful. And so I quit. Hmm. No, that's so, really good. To, that's like how I feel when I'm planning a vacation. There's too many options. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and that's why you hand it to a professional. Right. If you're smart, you'll pay the $50, you know, whatever, the flight ticket. Uh-huh. I know that's not feasible for everybody, but, you know, for me, I'm just like, I, I don't have the bandwidth to even plan this or go on it. The only way I'm going to go on it is someone puts it together for me. Okay. So like in an ideal world, if you go on my website, what would you want it to do? In an ideal world, I would be able to chat with somebody and say, I want a legging that's soft, that sucks me in, that has pockets, that's full length. And I want the same one in a crop Uh for when summer comes around. Okay. And here are the colors I'm interested in. Uh Send me my options. Okay. Maria, literally this morning. I was talking to our customer insights person. I said, I want to do an initiative where we have a fit expert. Yeah, a stylist. It's like a fit stylist. Literally this morning. Well, there you go. So you were reading my mind because I was talking to you. You were talking to me. Yeah. I I am telling you, I I know this will take you to the fucking moon. Okay. It's got to be marketed, obviously. Yeah. So that people know that they can do that there. It's like, hey. Everyone else is, is, is overwhelming you thinking they're making it easier by giving you a thousand options. It's like going into a restaurant. Yeah. You don't want a thousand options. You You're don't. too overwhelmed. You, don't. you want a finite menu. So it's simple. Well, that's why in and out does so well because there's only some things and everything tastes good. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, no. And I also like this idea because like, yeah, the, the questionnaire thing is good, but that's also kind of fabletic Steve and feels robotic, right? But with a live expert, I don't want to take you a can questionnaire. Say, right, right. <clears throat> I want to just tell you what like, I want. Tell you like, yeah, I want to go hiking at Runyon Canyon and this mm-hmm. is the temperature. What do you think? Like from a real yeah. human. Yeah. It could be like, yeah. I live on the East coast. I'm freezing. Yeah. I go indoor and I go outdoor. I want something that's going to work for both. Right. No, I think actually, I think this is better than the questionnaire. Right. Our questionnaire is annoying. Like, do you like them or they're do you annoying. feel like they're totally fake? <clears throat> I, I, I don't have time. Mm. Yeah, I think it'll be good for filtering. Maybe we'll give like the option to yeah, take a question. Yeah. There are gonna be people who will be fine with it. Yeah. I'm like direct and quick. I barely have yeah. time to update my workout gear. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, Macy's website was a lot easier to navigate than some of these like athletic companies that I went really? to. Really? Yes. And what are you like filtering when you're there? I just went and I looked at Nike. I was okay. like, Nike's got good stuff. I'm just gonna grab Here some Nike go. things yeah, yeah, because yeah. I know their fit works. Um, there are other brands I don't want to mention that I have gotten in the past that uh-huh. I love. Uh-huh. Their websites were too complicated. Mm. There were too many friggin' options. Mm-hmm. And I just, I got dizzy. Mm. And so you got to keep it simple. You got to make it simple for people. I think that's what's going to take your company into the moon. So the friction point for you <clears throat> is like having too many options. What about fit? Does that ever make you go like, well, I'm not sure. Should I get a small or a medium or whatever? Like, does that ever... Um, oh, hello. That is my <laughs> alarm to not miss my my lunch today um, that I have to leave for. Shit. Um, I I think the, the pain point is um, I need someone to just make it easy for me. Okay. And so I want to be able to say I want high-waisted. Yeah. I want, here's what I want. Yeah. And, um, and then, by the way, is there any new kind of style that's trending that I'm not considering. Uh-huh. Okay. So like a literal style and fit expert. You really okay. need that personal one-on-one person. Going to do it. And I know it's going to crush for you. I'm so excited. Know it. I think we can probably get that up and live in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be hard. Yeah. Because okay. those, some of those chat bots, they ask you so many things to try oh. to narrow it down. And I just get no, more no, no, and more no, no, frustrated. No. I get so frustrated. Like when you're on the phone with like Bank of America and there's like, 
say this and, and yeah. you don't say it right and it's like yeah i just want to die so annoying <laughs> um all right so ladies and gents cassie ho the next big uh fit brand and um you uh you got your first taste of it here her blogilates line just dropped a target you guys can check out her amazing gold sexy workout equipment that will get you inspired to do your thing it'll actually look pretty in your house I highly recommend the water jug. I have it by my bedside. I love it. And I will let you guys know about the workout gear as well. Um, thank you for sharing your story and everything. This is definitely just the first of many, I know, um, visits here. Uh, if you guys want to know more, you can go to her Instagram at blogalotties. And anything else we can link in the summary. Right, Queen? Of course. All right. Thank you so much for Thank having you. me. This was really fun. All right, everybody. Cassie Ho. Cassie, you guys are so fun. You, I, I see a lot of um, you two doing stuff together in the future. Like you guys just have a really great energy together. Thanks, yeah, Kevin. Really fun. When we finished that interview, I don't know if Kevin can talk. I can see him in there. Um, he was like, that was amazing. He like loved it so much. It was really fun. Um, I really like when it just is like this like flowing conversation. You know, I felt like that with the Lauren Bostick interview. If you guys haven't listened to that interview, it was a really good one. She's the founder of Skinny Confidential. Um, those are always really fun for me. And I really love getting to kind of talk about those roadblocks that we have to get by in order to succeed. And, you know, like I said, it's really always easy. I say this all the time. It's always easy to look at someone succeeding and think, oh, you're so lucky. And it's never the case. It's always just hard work, resilience, perseverance, and grit that gets people through and gets them over the finish line. So it's funny you say that because mm -hmm. literally in my head, right when you were saying that was, I love these because I get to sit and listen to two very successful women who, like you said, we look at both you and Cassie on social media and we're like, ah, they don't go through anything hard. They never went through it. And no, you guys are talking about all the stuff you went through and continue to go through. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's such a cool spot to be in like us as listeners it's like damn you guys are giving us you know the blueprint really and like really showing us and teaching us ways of how you navigated it showing us we're not alone i just think it's really it's really special so i love those like girl chat episodes thanks it's fun yeah it was uh it was a lot of fun by the way we also shot a quick workout even though we were really late i'm like i can't not do a workout with her she taught me three moves that require no weights. You literally are just doing like this. And I did it for like two or three seconds each. And I'm like, my God, these hurt. These are really hard. No weights required. So go to Better Together's Instagram. We're going to put it up on my Instagram probably too. And, and TikTok. And TikTok. Um, Better Together with Maria on TikTok. Um, but there's also me on TikTok if you want to go check those out too. Um, but we're going to put those up because you can do them anywhere, anytime. And it's a great upper body workout. I was like, damn, this is really cool. Maria honestly was standing there going, ow, ow. <laughs> and I was like, I'm watching her like, this doesn't look that hard. It's really it hard. hard. Did you it's try hard. them after? <laughs> I did the one, I did the one that's like, you put your elbows together and do this. It's like those little small muscles that you don't use. Yes. You're like, damn. Yeah. Then there's yeah. the one with the lats yeah. where it was like, this is like doing a lat machine workout. Yeah. But with no machine. Yeah. It's crazy. She showed me a butt one too, which maybe I'll have to give you guys a tutorial on. It really hurt. It was not, 
is not easy. When I interviewed her for Live with Kelly, when I was filling in for Kelly Ripa, I was like, the workouts she tried to have me and Ryan do on set, I was screaming. I was like, this is so friggin' hard. And they look so easy. She's so good at what she does. Anyhow, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this two-parter interview with Cassie. I don't think it's the last time we're going to have her on the show. I really, I love her energy and, um, and I love her story and I love watching her grow. And I can't wait to see her put my little idea into the works because I think that's what's going to help propel her into a Agreed. whole other stratosphere. I so. would like you to also, just a little side um, selfish note, I want you two to do like some apparel together. Mm. I would love that. It'd be fun. So anyways, just throwing that out in the universe. I did have that thought at one point. I was like, oh, it'd be fun to do a collab. Collab. A collab. Love collab. All right. Everybody, love you all. Have a great day. In the meantime, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.